Hey guys, how are you? My name is Michael Williams, and I'm here today with a good friend and colleague, Tom Harrison. And I'll let Tom introduce himself a bit, but Tom and I met uh, several years ago now at a conference. We've been best buddies ever since. We've had conversations that have, believe it or not, <laughs> we had a conversation <laughs> that lasted like 13 hours. <laughs> Don't worry, though. We won't hold you for 13 hours. <laughs> we won't do that now. <laughs> but we could. We could. <laughs> okay. So, Tom, um, if you'd like to introduce yourself and share with the audience, whatever you'd like, that'd be fine. <laughs> sure. I'll give a brief introduction. I'm Tom Harrison, and um, we met because we share similar work in the sense that we help people in coaching, right? We have a you have a coaching enterprise that helps people with their speech. And mine is all about your why, your purpose. And so this conference we met at was focused around that and how to serve people in a better way, in a more powerful way. And I discovered in the process of meeting you how your work has helped me tremendously, right? Over the years since meeting you, I recognized that the work you do and, hey, you know, we know that you've worked primarily over the years with people who struggle with their speech in a variety of different ways, maybe mostly stutterers, people who identify as stutterers, stammerers. But I'm someone who didn't identify that way. And yet virtually everything you offer applies to me. Did then, does now. I'm a much more effective speaker than I was when we met. And um yeah, so that's actually the work we've done together and that I have learned from you has shaped my work as a coach. I appreciate that, Tom. And, you know, one of the things that I learned from you, and then we're going to jump right into what we're going to be talking about today. But one of the things that, that will probably stick with me forever that you said is, uh, what is that thing that you must do? And you can probably articulate this a little better, but it just really helps to keep it has helped to keep me focused like what's the thing that you must do so what is that is that pretty much what you said or did you say it in a different way yeah i think, I think i've said it in several different ways but yeah there is something you must do what is that thing you must do absolutely right something that you must do which really helps to keep us focused and the reason that relates to your speech is that uh what I find in my work is that when people are clear about what they want to do with their life, their career, how they want to see their social life, they're very, very clear about that. And they're clear about that thing that they must do. Uh, that really gives them the, the motivation, the drive, and whatever other words you like to use to take their speech up to that next level, right? So that just gives them that drive and says, you know what? I've got a lot to offer, but my speech is holding me back. And so, I need to do something about it. And those are the people that I like to work with. So today, is uh, this is going to be one part in a series of videos and podcasts. We are going to be talking about speaking too fast, feeling rushed. And we may not be able to get into all aspects of this, all dimensions of this. In fact, we won't be able to. Or we'll be here for 12 or 13 hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we will get into this for about the next 30 minutes or so and talk about 
this challenge that that many, many people have of just speaking too fast. What's behind that? Why do they speak too fast? Of feeling rushed, like I have to hurry up and get this all out right now. So we're going to talk about why, talk about some examples. um, And then in future videos, you know, we'll probably give you some strategies and tips, but we also want to invite you in to Pro90D where we have a complete system it's a scientifically based, very, very practical system to help you address this. It's easy for people to say, slow down, right? Okay, slow down. But how do you slow down, right? That's the key. So, Tom, I don't know if you have any uh, initial thoughts about this idea of, of speaking too fast, but if you do, please please go ahead and share with us because this is a, it's a major issue for a lot of people. Absolutely. And in fact, you were kind enough not to say, yeah, and one of Tom's issues was he spoke way too fast. <laughs> in fact, there was a number of times you had to say, dude, <laughs> slow down. <laughs> you know, and had I known we had 13 hours to speak, I could have slowed way down, but I didn't know that. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's something, you know, I still have to be mindful of, right? I have a tendency to speak too fast. Um, we were just talking earlier, and sometimes I can speak too slow too. <laughs> So hey, I'm always looking for that happy medium, right? Um, but yeah, I can definitely identify with that, that speaking too fast. And interestingly, though, for me, I'm not sure. In fact, I'm pretty sure I didn't think I was speaking too fast until you're responsible for that. Thanks a lot, Michael. <laughs> but I'm grateful because in retrospect, you know, so much of what I learned from you was kind of like looking back and saying, wow, yeah. So that now I understand why that communication didn't go well over here or that that meeting, you know, people that didn't understand me. Now, now I get it. Okay, right. So I started putting things together and probably even more importantly, moving forward, right? Because like you said, these things don't happen instantaneously. We're not going to give you all the solutions right now. Mm-hmm. But you start to get an awareness and understanding and I'll be in a speaking situation and realize, oh, here I am. Look, I'm speaking kind of fast. I can slow down. And for me, and I'll end with this point right for right now, is for me, I can identify it as often as just being excited. And we've talked a lot, and this is a big part of the work, that excitement and anxiety, very, very similar. Often the way, you know, what it does to us in our body is very similar, right? So mm-hmm. we can be anxious. Meaning we're kind of like, you know, we're there's a, some fear or we can be excited where it's like we want to engage and they can yeah. be, they can have a similar impact on our speech. So for me, and maybe to be honest, it's a combination sometimes, but oftentimes mm-hmm. it's just being excited. And then that leads to, you know, just speeding up. Yeah. So that that brings us to one of the things that we want to talk about today, and that is what are what are the effects of speaking too fast? Uh, how does that impact your speech, your communication, your ability to communicate and articulate your thoughts? How does speaking too fast impact that? What are the effects of it in your business, um, in your career, in your relationships, right? So let's dive into that a little bit. One effect... And, and we'll even talk about some of the causes. But one of the effects it can have is that people 
are simply not able to understand what in the hell you're saying, <laughs> right? So, and it could be, again, it could be because you're excited or it could be because you're anxious, right? Doesn't really matter at this point, but if you're speaking, let's talk about you're in a meeting, you're at work or you're speaking to a colleague or you're speaking to manager or something, and you're either excited about something or you're anxious and you start speaking too fast. Some of the things that can happen is that what the thing that you wanted to say, the thought, the idea doesn't come across the way you had it in your head. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's up here doesn't come out here, <laughs> comes out garbled. <laughs> you start rambling, right? And you start using lots of filler words. That's another impact when people use lots of filler words. They're speaking often way too fast. And it, it doesn't necessarily project you and present you as the kind of person that you are, as the kind of thinker that you are. And it doesn't necessarily demonstrate your competence in that moment anyway. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, I totally agree. I'd like to add one, though, which is um, mm. sometimes people just can't keep up with it. Right? I mean, so... <laughs> All of what you yeah. said is true, but it could be as simple as they just can't keep up with it. I know I've experienced this with other people. I've told you about a friend of mine who actually used to have something. He called it cluttering, which I'd never heard of. But he, the way it sounded was it's just a million miles an hour. He's just speaking so fast and he's very smart. So what he was saying, you know, the what I could catch was brilliant. It's just it was coming at me so fast. Hey, maybe I'm just dumb, but I couldn't process it fast enough, literally. Wow. Right? And then on yeah. top of it, it was there were times when because it was so fast, it was, the words were jamming together where they were literally unintelligible, right? You could not, nobody could understand it, right? So it's a combination of things, but a lot of it can be, even if it's said with crystal clarity, that clarity dissolves if it's so fast that you can't actually pick up on it. Or even if you can for a little while, you're like, if it keeps going, you're like, okay, I'm, can you reverse and go back to like, you know, 15 minutes ago? Cause I lost you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. So yeah, uh, I'm sure that all of us have talked to people who they're, they're just speaking so fast. Your eyes start to glaze over and you just start to, <laughs> start to, when you see people start to nod off or they're daydreaming. Right, because it's it's just coming at them so fast, right? Um, some some cultures, as we'll see, we'll talk about where some of this fast speech comes from. Sometimes it's it's a cultural thing. And when I say culture, I'm not talking about everyone, every single person in that culture, every single person that speaks that language or those languages speaks fast. But because more than 90% of my clients are international and are multilingual. I can say this with authority, and I've been doing this for 10 years plus. And many of my clients are Indian. They're not necessarily from India. They don't necessarily live in India, but many are mm -hmm. Indian. Many people from the Middle East, uh, lots of people that speak Spanish, Portuguese, French, and any other kind of language that you can think of. I've probably worked with them. And what I found is that their pacing is often pretty fast, right? So everyone around them or most people around them in their family speaks really fast. 
And so they tend to speak fast. And so that's why we have one of, one of the reasons people can speak fast could be cultural. Everyone, everyone's around them speaking fast, so you're expected. To speak. And so what we find is that often if you're a person where English is, it could be something you grew up with, or it could be one of many languages that you know. But if you have what to us as an American is an accent, right, then that can make it even more difficult. If you're speaking really fast and there's an accent on top, just like if I came to your country, you knew English, but I spoke English really, really fast, it would be more difficult for you to understand, even though you know English, right? But I'm speaking really, really fast. So that exacerbates the whole thing. If you have an accent, you're in a meeting, and maybe there's other people there who speak different languages, but they're speaking fast. They're speaking fast, and you're speaking fast, and there's an accent. Man, it can really it can be hard for people to follow what you're saying. Imagine if it's more than two people. It just complicates it exponentially, right? So if you have that dynamic with a couple of people, now you had you know, a whole group. And especially if you have people from various cultural backgrounds, which is very possible now in the professional environment today, right? That's that's relatively yeah. common. It's com- it's actually it's common. I mean, I have plenty of clients right now who do Zoom calls, and they they are working with people from around the world. I'm thinking of a client that I'm working with right now, and she told me this exact thing. We have clients from all over, from Asia, from UK, from US, and there's people there who have all different kinds of accents. <laughs> and, and so sometimes it can be a little challenging to follow, especially when people are speaking fast. We're not saying that you need to change your accent because you don't. It's a matter of learning to slow down. And we'll talk about that um, in some of our other sessions, like some ways as to how to slow down, but that's in the course too. So one of the impacts is that it can just make it difficult for people to listen to you. They, literally would rather not listen to you if you speak with make it difficult for people to understand the words that you're using let alone the idea or the message that you're trying to communicate this can impact your career progression right because i've had i work with people like this who now are moving up in their careers because their communication has improved they're speaking smoother and clearer but prior to that they kind of were stuck because, yeah, they're smart. They're smarter than the other people, but no one could understand them or it was difficult for people to understand them. So it impacts your career. I don't know. Is there anything? Of course, there's things that I'm leaving out, but is there anything that comes to mind? Any other impacts that fast speech, rushed speech can have? Well, I mean, I'm not sure if it's a different impact, but it's kind of like, Though these impacts can happen without your awareness. Like I was saying, for me, it was kind of retroactive. It's like there's sort of an awareness. Like there's sort of like you kind of know that the communication, like I'm just giving my own experience, the communication wasn't what you intended, right? There, you, you kind of feel like you didn't get your point across effectively or it wasn't heard right or something just doesn't feel right. You can't necessarily mm-hmm. pinpoint it mm-hmm. until later, if ever. Right. So mm. I think a lot of this, we really have to wonder how effective, I mean, it's a good question for us to ask ourselves. How effective mm. is my communication in any given context? Right. That may be a great question mm. 
oh, I'm going to have a conversation with someone or a meeting. Mm-hmm. How effective will my communication be? And then ask yourself afterwards, mm-hmm. how effective was my communication and to what extent in this case was, you know, the speed of the speech a factor? Because I really think yeah. it changed. It really depends on the, on the environment, on the particular situation, right? It does. It does. <clears throat> and in future videos, we'll talk about a variety of speaking situations that we know you find yourself in. Uh, some of you find yourself in these speaking situations on a daily basis or multiple times a day or weekly or whatever, where this can happen. So something else I thought about is when a person's speaking too fast, and there, there could be maybe just because they're excited, they're anxious, right? Uh, it's cultural. It's just the way you speak. Cultural habitual just have a habit of speaking too fast right which is obviously related cultural but i found that it can cause you to not be able to think as clearly Mm -hmm. person's rushing speaking really fast especially if they're anxious and maybe even if they're excited too right that all of a sudden what you wanted to say just you just kind of lose track of it doesn't come out and one of the reasons is because at least when we get anxious, and this may be the case when we get excited, but I know it's the case when we get anxious, what begins to happen is our prefrontal cortex, our thinking brain, the one that's able to access information and say, okay, yeah, I'm going to say this, I'd like to talk about this, I want to explain this. It actually begins to shut down when we become anxious as we move into that fight or flight mode where, oh my God. I got to hurry up and get this over. I got to get this out. Uh, or, oh, I wonder what this person's going to think. Or I hope I don't make this mistake. So then your thinking brain starts to actually shut down and move resources to other parts of your brain, which is like, okay, I got to hurry up, right? And when that happens, you've all experienced this. And so have I. You just draw a blank. You lose mm-hmm. your train of thought, right? Which causes you to become more anxious because now you're like, oh, my God, I forgot what I was going to say. You start making up spiral, right? yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so when you're rushing and you're speaking too fast, this can happen. You lose your train of thought, then you start rambling, like we said before, using a lot of filler words, yeah. and then you can see it on people's faces. They're just they're lost. You know, you knew what you wanted to say, but it's just you've forgotten it now, or it's just not clear. Yeah, it's so interesting as you're saying that. You know, speaking earlier about that friend of mine great friend. And that's exactly the experience I would have as a listener speaking very fast. It's, it's brilliant. I mean, but I'm still trying to keep up with it because it's already fast. And then he's trying to catch up with himself. So he, all these filler words come in, they get all, get all cluttered together. And so the net result was, even though I love the guy, I love talking with him, it was very difficult to understand. And he would just, it would basically be a spiral. A downward spiral. Mm-hmm. And I know it's fr- had to be incredibly frustrating to him, right? Because he's excited. He wants to get this point across. And it's interesting. And yet, <laughs> you know, it's, it's very difficult. And I'll just yeah. say one more point in terms of what you were pointing to. I'd say it also impacts our listening. I know this is true for me. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's kind of like what's, what started first? The, the, the fast, like did the fast speech originate before you started talking? And I kind of think that's what it is, right? So when I say excited, 
I'm, I'm saying that's kind of, that's part of why I might speak fast. I'm excited. So the excitement was there first. And so that's already impacting me. And so that excitement, it, one of the impacts is it makes it hard to listen. Because I'm so excited about sharing this. I don't want mm-hmm. to be commit, commandeering the conversation. I don't want to be butting in. I don't want, you know, I don't, that's not my intention. But what is true is my intention is, oh, I can't wait to share this. Can't wait to share this. And so that has the effect, no matter how good my intentions are, it has the effect of not listening to what's being said. And that mm-hmm. itself can be hugely problematic because it's very possible. One, it creates, I think, a tension that's just, it gets spread to other people, even, you know, even if you're still waiting to talk. But also, mm-hmm. it could very well be, and I've seen this happen for myself, that once I'm sharing, because I haven't been effectively listening, what I have to say now is really the context isn't as clear and clean as it was in the beginning. If that, does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> so the conversation yeah. has changed. I'm still on this other thing. I've had that happen to me. <laughs> and you're right. In fact, you're doing a little series on listening that I want to invite people into. You'll see it on our YouTube channel. Um, and we'll try to put a link to it. But yes, so listening is a big part of communication, obviously, right? Listening, speaking, body language and all of that. And you're right. Yeah. So when, when everything's going so fast and, and your mind's going fast and you're not present, taking your time, paying attention, then you've got all this stuff that, that you're thinking about that you want to get out. So you miss what they're saying and what you say isn't necessarily as relevant to the conversation as it should be. There's been times where I've wanted to say something, but I just reminded myself, and, and maybe the other person kind of cut across me and started to, in fact, I had this happen recently. Could they ask me something about, well, where are you from? Blah, blah. And so I started talking and somebody else put in. And I was like, but wait a minute, I really wanted to finish talking, but I didn't. I just let them continue on speaking. I didn't get upset, right? But I can remember a time where I would have, found a way to continue what I was saying, right? So sometimes we have I to- I love it. That's kind of like the equivalent of road rage. <laughs> God damn it, you're not going to do it to me. <laughs> you think you can butt in front of me? <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. Now that's, that's exactly right. So that really goes to training ourselves to become better listeners. And sometimes that means just um, holding off or not finishing what you were saying, unfortunately. Right. And there are times where you really do need to get something across. You do want to communicate it. So you find a way to bring it back in. But there are plenty of other times where that's just not necessary, especially in certain social situations. Right. I'd like to say one more. Yeah. I'd like to say one more thing about what you just said about not finishing, because I've definitely experienced that. And I think it's related to what I was just talking about, where again, there's all this excitement. You really want to get the point across. But because there's so much focus on that, when I finally have the opportunity to articulate, I'm not as clear as I need to be, and I'm really not finishing and getting the full point across. And so that's really important. It's really it's interesting because right? it's more it's more the um, wanting to get in there quickly. And so this is maybe slightly different. They're speaking fast. There's also just the quickness of wanting to be in it, right? I guess they're slightly different, but they can, you know, they can be the same. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think it can be the same conditions that causes it. 
But right. that's happened a number of times where you are getting the conversation. I've, had, I've experienced this with others as well, where they find a good opportunity, but the anxiousness is so present that they're just not able to articulate in the moment. Even if it's not necessarily super fast, it's not clear. And so then nobody wins, right? Then it's just, it's essentially a wasted opportunity. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, we want to try to wrap this, this segment up with a couple of basic tips. I mean, I've literally done entire courses around this, so we absolutely cannot get into details of it. But what we can say is that learning to slow your speech down is more than just the mechanics of slowing your speech down. It's more than just you're knowing that you need to slow down and telling yourself to slow down because I've had people say, oh, that just doesn't work. I tried that and it doesn't work. So one of the things that you said, it's very important for almost changing or replacing any habit is awareness. So I would say, if you're watching this, what I want to challenge you to do is to start becoming aware of how you're speaking and how you're communicating and how you're listening, right? It all goes together. So just take, you know, we'll probably do another one of these next week, probably sometime. So between now and then, what we want you to do is just sit back and become aware of how you're speaking. And you will, and you can be. If you set an intention to raise your awareness on how you're speaking, you will start to raise. It's, it's almost like if you use the word like or whatever words. And first, you're not aware of it. But once you become aware of it, sometimes you'll start doing it more or it'll just sound, it'll be funny because you'll constantly hear yourself saying like, 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 right? And you'll say, I didn't know I use it that much. The same as, Oh my God, I didn't know I was speaking this fast. Or I didn't know that I jump in and I interrupt people as much or, or whatever you know, the case is. So first step is become aware of how you're speaking. Right. And then after that, next week, we'll give you a couple more tips, but just understand it's not just about the mechanics. Although in the Pro 90 speech system, <clears throat> we do give you specific tactical ways to slow your speech down. It's not just telling yourself to slow down. It's not just doing this or that, but there are some specific things that you can do to make your speech slower. And when we say slow, we're not just, we're not talking about dragging your speech where it's boring or it's too slow. We're not we're really talking, talking about speaking slow <laughs> like that. <laughs> We're really talking more about dynamic speech, which is kind of a combination, right? There's a rhythm, there's an ebb and flow to it. There's a fast and a slow, right? That's really what we're talking about. But for many people, I've had some clients that spoke so fast, only because I've worked with lots of them that I could understand what they're saying. Otherwise, I have no idea how people understood them. I'm like, oh my God, this person speaks so fast, I can barely understand. So become aware. Understand that there is a way for you to slow your speech down, and Pro90D has the systematic approach. We have the mechanics, and we'll probably give you one or two of those next week. So become aware. Understand that speaking fast can be a cultural thing. It 
can be a habitual thing just in the habit of doing it. Maybe, maybe everyone around you is not speaking fast. It's just your habit. And it can be because of anxiousness and or excitement. I'm glad you brought that up because I'm going to add that to my list. Yeah. Um, what else? I just like to add a nuance to what you're suggesting people do. One is sometimes it's hard for us to, you know, awareness is easy to talk about it. Sometimes it's e even if we understand the concept, like what mm -hmm. triggers that awareness. So if you're having a mm -hmm. hard time becoming aware of what we're talking about, listen to others, reflect, right? In, not in judgmental way, but just notice, oh, that person says like a lot or ug a lot or um or whatever. And yeah. that person speaks, wow, I think that they speak kind of fast, right? So, and you can start and then kind of reflect on your speech and particularly important speaking scenarios, right? Yeah. Think back to those times, reflect back to those times when it's been for you, important for you, um, that important meeting or that important conversation, right? Because those are the ones that are going to really matter. So, and then the only other thing I'd say is to ask yourself, because it may not be evident, huh? Do I think I tend to speak fast or too fast? Do I, is it possible? Or do I think that maybe I'm not getting my point across to people because of that? Just, just ask it as a question. No judgment, right? This is because this is not about judging at all. It's about, oh, wow, am I communicating effectively? That's really what it comes down to. And is the speed of my speech a factor? And I'm so glad you said that because I want to give you guys one more huge strategy or technique uh, that I now ask all of my clients to do and students record yourself. It's just a lot easier now when there's a lot of virtual meetings. This can, oh my God, dramatically improve your feedback, that feedback loop, right? Record yourself. Because some things you won't remember accurately, right? But if you record yourself, you're in a meeting, put your phone there, record yourself, go back, you'll be like, oh, my God. And you might not even want to listen to yourself, but trust me, the more you record yourself, and then in our system, we give you ways to give you the specific skills that you're going to work on and learn that you can then use as criteria, give yourself feedback. Right? So once you record yourself, you get in the Pro 90D, then you say, oh, this is how I should be speaking. This is how I want to speak. Now, how am I speaking now? I can see it from day to day, meeting to meeting. And now I know exactly what I need to work on, right? Recording yourself is amazing. As long as you go back and watch or listen <laughs> to the recording. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So... Tom, we want to uh, invite people. There's, there's um, a few options that people have who are watching this who really want to take their speech to the next level. They want to get the complete system. Um, and, you know, I think that maybe you had a few things that you wanted to share about those options that people have. Well, first, I just want to point out this word system you've been using is so critical, right? I just wanted to mm -hmm. tie quickly because you talked about how there's techniques, that are critical, right? There's important techniques, tactics, strategies, but what really brings them all together into a way of smooth speech is the system, right? And that's when we refer to the system, Pro90D, we're talking about a systematic approach. 
It's not just a tactic here, strategy here. It's bringing it all together in a in a systematic way that you apply day to day to day to day, right? And so it becomes habits. Ultimately, it becomes, you know, your culture in a sense, right? It ultimately becomes who you are and mm-hmm. it's powerful. And so one of the options we have now, I mean, essentially it's worth saying that the system is the system is the system. So when we're talking about this work, we're not, there's not like, oh, here's one system over here you can use and here's another system. No, it's all the same system. Mm-hmm. What you if you see something like we have now a seven day, what are we calling it? <laughs> the seven day training. Quick start. Quick start. Uh, seven quick day training. training. Yes. Yeah. That is part of the system. It is the system, but it's abbreviated, of course, it's seven days. The name of the company is Pro90D for a reason. It's proactive speech, essentially 90 days, right? This is kind of the idea. We need time to build this. You can get the quick start seven days, 997. Very accessible. Of course, as you probably already know, there's lots of videos out there that you can tap into. And you probably also are aware that if you're not, I'm going to point it out now, what you're talking about techniques, strategies, all of these videos, including this one, are addressing techniques, strategies, concepts, helping you be more aware, all very important. But until you take a systematic approach for most people, they're going to need that systematic approach. That's why we're, we're bringing this up, right? So, but if you want to get a good start and really get into it in a way that's very, it's actually pretty quick, it's daily, seven days, it gives you the, some of the core material, please jump into that seven-day training. There's also the, the self-study, which really gets you into that 90 days. And then, of course, beyond that, for the people who really need it, and I'll say it that way. I mean, a lot mm-hmm. of us want it, but if you really need it, <laughs> if you really need smooth speech for your, you know, for your work, for your family. For most of us, it's going to be the profession. It really, you know, we need that job. We need to do well in that interview. We got to do better in our meetings. You know, that's where the coaching might be something you really want to consider. So there's different levels to come in, but just know it's all part of the system. Yeah. And we encourage people um, to, to start with that self-study or start with the quick start. Just understand that the quick start is seven days. It's not everything that gives you a taste. It's a quick start. Let's just say you're like, oh, I'm, I'm not really sure. Start with the quick start. Right? When you get into that, just understand that there's so much more and that the more is a complete holistic system, which helps you deal with both the psychological and the physical aspects of smooth speech. Uh, you may look at the site and you may see some things. Oh, well, he only works with people who stutter. It's not true. I work with people who don't stutter at all, but they may struggle because they may speak too fast or they may not be able to articulate what they want under pressure, certain kinds of meetings, presentations, interviews. So, and yes, I do work with people who stutter. I stuttered myself for more than two decades, almost three decades. And so I do work with people who stutter both severely as well as people who you can't tell. So the whole gamut, the whole spectrum is what we do here. So you want to go to Pro90D if you've been struggling with your speech for years and years. uh, Look at the website. Look at the reviews. These are real reviews. I have more reviews than what you see there. I have people who've gone through the system who haven't even given us reviews. 
because they're private and they just don't want to. So even what you see is a small fraction of what we have is a small fraction of what we've done, right? So go to the website, do your own research, understand there's a science beneath the system that backs it up. It's not just something that we pulled together, science there, and that you have options. There's free stuff out there. There's the quick start. There's the complete self-study system, which is only $2.99. You and I can spend that in a weekend or a couple of weekends right easily. This thing can change your life. And I'm not just saying it because I created it, but other people have said it. People, t- I had a guy tell me, and then I'll wrap up. The guy tell me, I'm working with this guy from Portugal, Portugal. And he, and I said, okay. So as we were wrapping up our session, I says, do you have any other questions, any other uh, challenges or feedback? He said, hmm, let me think. No, I just wanted to say thank you, Michael. He said, this has really changed my life. He said, this, you know, thank you for putting this thing together. Thank you for giving this to us. Thank you for just being here to help us change. Because imagine you're not able to communicate as well as you would like. That impacts everything. Your self, that can impact self-esteem, your self-confidence, your relationships, your dreams, your goals, right? We'll go into this in other sessions, but it impacts everything. So when, when you're released and you feel free now to speak, oh my God, that changes your whole life. So I was like, man, thank you so much to be asking you to do a video with me. But I hear this almost every day. So this stuff really works. I just want to let you guys know that. I just want to say one last thing. I'm one of the people who absolutely did not identify as a stutterer, stammerer, and yet your work has helped me tremendously. And just to go back to what we talked about in the very beginning, you know, there's something we all must do. It's a very, I think if we all let that sink in, we all feel that there's something we must do, right? We really have a strong why, a purpose, whether we're clear about it or not. And I can say, like I said, I didn't come into Michael's work because I was looking for it. It's I'm just grateful that your work exists and that I found out about it. And even more so that I met you and we created this friendship. But yeah, I just fell in love with your work. I fell in love with what you're doing, how you're serving people. And like kind of retroactively, you know, from a kind of almost like reverse engineering, realized, oh my God, this this is really helpful for me. So I did the whole system, right? I went through this system. I've been through it multiple times and I love the work and I absolutely see how it helps me all the time. And it's an ongoing thing. And that's part of the beauty of it, really, right? We always want to be more effective in what we're doing. And if you're living in the world, communication is going to be a big part of anything Mm -hmm. you do, right? So throw that out there. Thank you because you've helped me. The name of my work is called Walk Your Why, and you've absolutely helped me do that. And you're helping this work helps me help others. Thank you, Tom. And same here, man. So we're going to wrap up with that. Uh, you're going to be able to get this uh, via podcast, Spotify, uh, Apple, uh, Stitcher, whatever, <laughs> whatever you use, you'll be able to access this as a podcast. And you'll be able to access this, obviously, on our YouTube channel. So thank you so much, Tom. And uh, 
we're going to be doing this because there's so much more to talk about just related to this one thing. And there's so many other things as well. If you have questions or comments, please feel free to um, just send those to us and we'll try to take those into account in future sessions. But do visit our site, pro90d.com, P-R-O-90-D.com. Look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks again. Tom. Thank you, Michael.